You know, Old Yeller used to be called Young Whisperer when he was just a puppy. Brought to us by Egg Sunny Side Up. All you need to do is crack the eggs, then gently flip the eggs, and oh, actually, Random Bush is going to be brought to us by Scrambled Eggs today. Hooray! Oh, kimchi's weird. Have you ever had kimchi? I've had. I love kimchi. I well, eat it all the time. Yeah. Kimchi comes in. Every Korean family has their own version of kimchi, and it's as different as the next version. The ingredients can vary to a thousand different mm-hmm. degrees. Plus, like, consistency. I've heard of kimchi that's chewy. I've found kimchi that's very crisp. That it's just like, oh, that's more fresh. I feel, like, I feel like it's one of those, like, especially since it's a Korean dish, I wonder if it's one of those things where there's different styles. Like, this is your mama's kimchi yeah, versus no, your no, auntie's kimchi. A, versus thousands your, of styles. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things to where it's every family has their own way of doing it. And you also, you want to save a little bit from the last batch mm-hmm. to put into the new Batch to, because, because it referments, yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. about the fermentation, so you are literally encouraging certain strains. So this family does that particular type of kimchi, which is really heavy. In I mean, it's all cabbage based. Mm-hmm. The Napoleon cabbage, the long types of cabbage, is the traditional type, and they'll stuff it. Each leaf will get stuffed with a various different vegetable mix. So this family, they really like spicy peppers. So they stuff the fuck out of their leaves with spicy peppers and olives. And okay, olives is a weird culture mixing but um like spicy peppers and um different uh root vegetables and things like that that are like all mashed down and kind of like a mesa type of mix to tie it all together and then they chop that up and throw that in and ferment it whereas this family is much more into brasilicas so it's all about brussels sprouts and and cabbage and and broccoli and you know things like that so but it's all kimchi it's crazy does the word kimchi mean anything i sometimes i, 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 I remember I'm sure was like does. you ever had kimchi i'm like what the person who are we talking about who's kim well, no, Kimberly I'm really chi. I'm sure it not I'm only sure means the food product that we're talking about. I'm sure it also means something like cabbage running through the forest. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cabbage of rot. You never quite know. Sometimes I, I've I've gone to like I've gone to like a buffets before where they have kimchi, and I've like bitten into it and been like, oh, oh, oh I hope this is like. Way it's supposed to taste, and it's it hasn't hard gone to a little say bit too far. Gone bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, are you sure this is okay? Like, yeah. Nope. It's bad. It's like blue cheese. Yeah. It's bad. It's but bad. It's supposed to be is. bad. But how bad? I, like, but blue cheese can like further rot, can't it? Right. Because like, sometimes you'll look at blue rot. cheese and you'll be like. I mean, this is covered in mold, yeah. which is what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Or with mold. kimchi, it's like, well, this is a fermented food, mm-hmm. but is it too fermented? Well, you can tell a little bit with like kombucha. Is that a thing? Kombucha, you can tell, because kombucha will stop being sweet after a while. Oh, right. Kombucha will actually taste just like vinegar. I've had like... I I've... thought kombucha will start to go alcoholic or something. Well, it is. It doesn't oh, no, have, it all, has, all has alcohol right. in it. Goes, it. it goes yeah. vinegary. It has alcohol in it, but it's like it tastes like... If you drink it and it's just like pure vinegar and you're like, oh, I can't drink it. Doesn't it? That happens Isn't to that wines, bad? right? Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, wine, wine will do that too. It gets so fermented it turns into vinegar. Yeah. Well, but why do people, how do people age wine mm-hmm. and not turn it into vinegar? 
Doesn't it doesn't it seem oh, like Oh yeah, like I guess it's a I'm time. making something it's fly that's yeah, denying yeah. gravity. Yeah. I don't understand how if this wine if it's a scientific thing over the course of time, it's going to become vinegar. I think you'd expose it to, uh, to oxygen because oh, a lot of so times that's what happens. Vacuum, yeah. Which it's it in is, a vacuum. It's it stayed in there. Yeah. Yeah. But if there was a problem with the cork that they were unaware of, that yes. was releasing like the then oxygen would get in. It turns into vinegar. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because every once in a while you hear about them breaking out some really unique bottle of wine. Like this has been sitting in Count Dracula's basement for 40 years. Yeah. And before then it was found in a. <laughs> it was in Count Dracula's basement. You know what I mean? It's like, this is the wine of his first victim. Well, before then even, there. they found it in a trunk mm-hmm. that was on a ship that had sunk and it was at the bottom of the ocean. I heard for about 10 this. Years. I heard about this. There's like wine that's been sitting in the bottom of the ocean for like 10 years or something like that. And because it's so cold down there, it's still good oh perfect yeah and then they're gonna like auction it off for like fifteen thousand dollars a bottle and i'm like shit well oh, i was just running my mouth do? i didn't realize that no, was no, a no, thing. something that happened like there's like roman That's wine or something treasure yes. right there yeah 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 but i'm saying what if you paid how much are they selling this oh probably like fifteen thousand dollars okay. or something like it's an auction that's like the starting price you know okay so you go to this auction they're gonna do it individual bottles mm-hmm. not the whole lot you end up paying twenty five thousand dollars for a bottle Woo! Of you charge everyone five thousand dollars for a shot of it and get but here's the back. problem when you open it Gone to vinegar. Oh, well, now you got to cook with it, I guess. Uh, uh, Have it with a salad. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, oil and vinegar. I mean, I would still drink it. I'd be like, fuck, it's 25 grand. You'd be like, oh, I'm (laughs) I'm not way through this. I paid way too much. It burns. It burns going down. Okay, let's do it. Of course I'm nervous. I mean... This is the Intergalactic Board of Cultural Admissions. We submitted our request to join the Galactic Empire nearly 50 years ago. If I make just one mistake, all of Earth can be denied entrance. And we would have to resubmit, and God only knows how long we'd have to wade through the bureaucracy again. And what about me? If I mess this up, it's not like I can just escape to the moon colony, or, heaven forbid, join the terraforming Mars initiative, like some kind of common criminal. Oh, Jake. Don't be so dramatic. You were elected by every human on Earth to be here today. You are a multiple gold medal winning Olympian. Your research has led to not one, not two, but three Nobel Prizes. And you know full well that this is all just procedural at this point. Today, you are going to oversee Earth's admission into the Galactic Empire. And after we get back to Earth, the population will demand you run for planetary president. And I am fully confident the Earth will find unrecorded peace and prosperity under your watch. You are an amazing person. I am privileged just to stand in your shadow. Today is small potatoes in the story of Jake. Excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you. I believe we are in a similar situation. I couldn't help to overhear. I am Franzlev, the representative from the planet Harkle. Oh, yes, uh, hello, I'm Jake. I'm the representative for the planet Earth, and this is my wife, Tanya. It's a pleasure to meet you, Jake, and Tanya. I understand it is your planet's tradition to shake hands when meeting a new person. It is, yes. If you don't mind me asking, how do you greet one another on Harkle? Harkle hosts a very dense atmosphere. Harklings, like myself, emit a pheromone that hovers around us like a cloud. Our antenna allows us to sense details about the person. Introductions are a rather a mute point when you already know so much by sense. Oh, how interesting. Thank you. It was, however, become a bit of a problem when we greet others without such sense. In our efforts to explore space, we have researched many alternative greeting ceremonies. We are currently bumping heads like the Talarians, though it is ineffective as we lack the psychic abilities of said species. When I return home, I will suggest shaking hands as the humans do. 
It seems very straightforward. If not for such a little social gesture, we'd have joined the Galactus Empire ages ago. As I'm sure you know, the bureaucracy is extensive. Yeah, I guess that's the nice way of saying it. Earth filed 48 years ago. That does seem like quite a long time. And how long is a year exactly? Oh, right, sure. No, I, I, I guess that makes... It's more of a relative term as it denotes a planetary rotation around our sun. Ah, yes, I see. We have a similar time-keeping method on Hardcore. As we submitted our application 39 field trips ago, which was, for reference, about five field trips before my own birth. Oh, okay, I see, yes. Earth's 48 years of waiting was about seven years before my birth. Ah, yes, I see. I see that we've been kept waiting quite a long time. Well, the Galactic Empire is known to take its time with things. It's been running the galaxy for 7,000 field trips and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, so we must work on their schedule. That seems to be the universal truth when it comes to bureaucracy, at least within my experience. Speaker for Earth, the Council of Universal Elders will now host the Speaker of Earth. I believe that is you. Okay, all right, okay, no, this is it. Uh, Franzo, absolute pleasure meeting you. I'm sure we'll meet again once we're both members of the Union. Indeed, new friend. Indeed. I believe in you. Everyone on Earth believes in you. I know you can do this. I love you, sweetheart. I love you too. Speaker for Earth. Yes, hello, hi, that's that's me, I'm, I'm here, I'm Speaker for Earth. Hello, hello, I'm Jake. You are Speaker for Earth. Yes, yes I am. Please follow me. Don't touch the walls, COVID and Adam very unpleasant for organic mammals such as yourself. Oh, thank you. Good to know. Do not speak. Speak only when spoken to. Oh, um, okay. Do not make that noise either. In fact, make no noises from your body until invited to do so. Wait in the hallway until you are announced. <clears throat> Great Galactic Council of Elders, it is my honor to stand before you today and my privilege to announce the representative of Earth, Jacob Pinowski. Earth is your newest applicant to the Galactic Empire. Bring the Earthling into the chambers. Oh yes, I always forgot how hairless you Earthlings are. Stand here before the Crescent Council. You are Jacob Peransky, informally known as Jake, the Earthling representative of the planet Earth. Uh, yes, yes, I'm, I'm Jacob Peransky. Very good, Earthling. Have all the application forms been submitted in triplicate? Confirmed. And everything was filled out in green ink? No, they had used black ink. Though after further research, it has become clear to the Council's investigators that black ink is considered the professional tone on Earth. Very well. And the fees have all been paid? Yes, all application fees are covered by the gift of the ice-rich moon of the sixth planet in their universe. I see. Very well, then. It seems the planet Earth has checked all the above and paid all of the fees. Earth is in good standing with the Galactic Empire, and possesses a recommendation letter from the Emperor of Tilhelm, who is a big fan of the natural hot water sulfur baths found in the 15th quadrant of their planet. Does any Elder Presence see any reason to deign Earth entry into the Galactic Union? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Very well then, Mr. Penowski. Do you have any comments before we bring this meeting to a head? Oh, okay. Alright, great. I guess only that I speak for all Earthlings when I say that we are excited to become contributing members of the Galactic Union, and God willing, it will be as prosperous for ourselves as it is for all members of this great union. 
Very nice. Then without further ado, I am proud to announce... Now, hold on just a moment. Whom is this God person you have referenced? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't understand the question. You have stated, God willing. Who is this God character, and why would we need their permission? Oh, oh, right, no, sorry, it's a, it's a colloquial term. Uh, it refers to an almighty deity. Almighty deity? I am unaware of this species. How are they almighty? I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. God is an ethereal being whom within our history is the creator of all things. These are all part of an ancient belief system. He's like the host of heaven. And what is this heaven? Oh, it's, um, it's, it's where you go when you die? If, if you're good. Wait, are you saying that your species lives on beyond death? No, no, not, not exactly. You see, within this belief system, there's your body, our physical self, and, and then there's your spirit or your soul, your, your ethereal self. And though your body may pass on, your, your spirit can live on after death. In this heaven you speak of? Right, if, if you're good. And being good is? Oh, yes, okay, I'm... Sorry, I, I didn't expect to be speaking on issues of faith. Um, by being good, we mean your behavior. If, if you were good, you made good choices, you were good to others, then you get, you get to go to heaven. And if you're not good? Well, if you're bad, then you go to hell. And hell is? Right, right, okay. Hell's a place of fire and brimstone, where people are punished for bad behavior with various tortures that often represent the wrongdoings in which they themselves committed throughout their lives. And how long does this torture go on for? Oh, it's it's eternal. Um, forever. Because of a few bad choices I may or may not have made in my youth, I could be tortured for eternity? Y yeah, God, in his story, it's, it gets rather intense. Like I said- The proud people of Klandar 4 have celebrated the name of God for many centuries! Well, again, this is all part of an ancient- You lie. You heard the Earthling. He is an all-knowing deity. He knows of your culture's shame and of your lie. How dare you! Liptingasta has a similar tradition with our people's heritage. We have celebrated this great being long before today. Elders, please. We must take all of this new information under counsel. We didn't really come here today to talk about- God! Okay. Oh, no. God! Um, it, it's all a big misunderstanding. Please, I, I have to explain. Just, if, if you'll just allow- As quickly as you can gather the Union Leader. Tell them a being of great power has found us and threatens our free will by corrupting our actions into either that of good or bad. Yes, sir. No, no, it's well, it's just if we can I'll get back to the. this here and now. The Lip Kingers version of God is offensive. Clandar Four lies. We don't even need. Clandar will not stand for such idolatry. How dare you! The people of Clandar worship a false god. Where are you going? I must speak to our leaders immediately before this force of judgment takes over our great union. We adjourn for the day until this whole godness can be put into order. No, 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 no. This is all a big misunderstanding. Please, I, I have to explain. Please follow me. If you'll just give me a moment, I... Follow me, court is adjourned. It, it's all a big misunderstanding. Please, I, I have to explain. This way. I don't even understand it. How can a god be so loving and then yet so punishing? He says he loves you. What if God is even a woman? I don't know that God has a gender. How dare you! How many breasts do you think this god has? It's all meaningless. I've been so wrong. How did I not see it before? Please, oh great deity, please forgive me. I didn't know you were watching. No, please, please, you have to let me back in. It's just a misunderstanding. If you just give me a chance, I can straighten this all out. 
this way. Please, please, you have to let me back in, just, just for a moment, please. What did you do? Jake, everything was peaceful, then out of nowhere, it all just got so insane. What happened in there? They, they didn't know what, what religion was. I, I accidentally introduced them to God. Jake, what is God? Trust me, you don't want to know. You know, I was thinking the um, Power Rangers, like they get the Blue Rangers, like blue power, right? And then the red, red power, green, red power, green power, green power, and then the white ones, like hi, uh oh, can't do anything Uh-oh. about that. White, hey guys, let's <laughs> let's not do this thing. <laughs> white clouds, look at them. I like Power Rangers. I remember when Power Rangers first came out. Mm-hmm. It was like it had to be like the, the early nineties, mm-hmm. and uh, that was cheesy as fuck. It was like like Rita, yeah, like she was some kind of weird witch. <laughs> and she sent monsters <laughs> down to Earth. You Power Rangers. I always love how like they always sound like they're old smoking people. Like whenever there's like an evil person, excellent point. They're always like, <laughs> I'll get you. Yeah, I've never really given this any thought, but looking back on it, why did the bad guy ever think they had a chance? Yeah. Like, like at all. Like They're like, dude, these teenagers. But they're five young, attractive teenagers who know yeah. karate. I don't know why I'm doing it. They didn't I'm, even need to turn into the big machine thing. Here's my question. What was Rita's problem with them in the first place? Like, why was she so bent on like, I don't get you, Power Rangers. Like, why does she, why does she want to, she's like, you have fun and I don't. I think she wanted to take over Earth. But that was her motive. Whenever anybody wants to take over Earth, this isn't what they think it's going to be. Because then what? Like. Now I've got Earth! Now I'm going to fix the economy! Yeah, sure, yeah, like, <laughs> oh no, there's a lot to deal with here. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I'm going to give all you poor people jobs. Wow, this is a really good... Thank you, Mastermind. <laughs> Can you imagine like someone takes over Earth and like, oh, uh, shit. Uh, we're like, I have finally taken over Earth! <laughs> I guess we'll work on the highways first and... Um, <laughs> No such thing as money. Everyone live in harmony. Yeah, that's why, not gonna work. Why like, were we? Why were we opposed to this person in the first place? I don't. Their message. I control you now. <laughs> Your message was always love. You just always growled it at us, so we assumed you were saying something evil. <laughs> Curse those Power Rangers! If it wasn't for them, we would have universal health care. <laughs> <laughs> always love. <laughs> Hugs and kisses for all. <laughs> Then the Power Rangers came along. You're like, Fuck I found that the cure shit. for cancer, but I could have given it to everybody if it wasn't for you, Power Rangers. I'm gonna turn to a dinosaur and destroy this cancer, saving medicine. I was thinking, like, because the Power Rangers were very kind of cliche. Like, the Black Ranger was black. I always thought there was a problem with that. Here's the thing. What if? Think about this, because I gave this thought. What if the Blue Ranger, the actor that played the Blue Ranger, yeah. the dorky white guy, yeah. which. Truth be told, he was a handsome, athletic dude, but they put glasses on him and gave him a silly haircut, so yeah. he's the dorky white guy. What if he was the Black Ranger? And the black actor who had played the Black Ranger was the Blue Ranger, right? Just for diversity purposes, mm-hmm. so that, you know, they were like, well, we can't have the black guy playing the Black Ranger. Do you think, this is what I wonder. They were like, the black one's black, that's easy. Well, well, yeah, yeah. But do you <laughs> the think Asian that- Asian one's yellow, that's pretty easy. Every this time- is an easy story to follow, and they have a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the Asian one was yellow too. You're absolutely right. And like, like the Red Ranger was a Native American. No, 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 it wasn't. And the Brown Ranger was a, was a Mexican guy. Why was there not a Mexican Ranger? It would have been fantastic. Because Brown Ranger, that kind of sucks. Nobody the wants Brown, Brown Ranger. Ranger. His robot shows up and like 14 people get out. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, that they always cut away. They always have like the, the Power Ranger goes morphin' time and they do the thing and then it shows the robot like going out of the water or whatever. And they cut to it and it's flying through the air and it's like, da na na da na na da na because it's always coming with music, you know? It's right, like, right, right. Where he's like, morphin' time, power of tiger. And he'll do some like karate thing and they'll do a quick change and suddenly he's in yeah. the blue suit. But but I'm thinking they cut away, like the Mexican one goes like, oh, power of burro. And, you know, it cuts away and it's not there. It's like, da da da. And he's like, no, I say, come on. And they and they go, and the, the robotic burrow is like stuck in customs, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> Your customs guy is like shoulder deep. Like, what's in here? Oh, not that. He's like checking his car. He's like, where are you coming from? And he's like, Mexico. And he's like, why? He's like, my friend said morphin time. And Rita sent a giant monster to the earth. And I have to come. I and we're to going to form call, into man. a robot. And we're going to fight the giant monster. Not without a U.S. passport. You're not coming to defend anything. I'm, I'm like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I know karate, man. Like, I don't think you know. <laughs> sure you do. What you got in the trunk? Nothing, man. What you got in the trunk a megazord but come on man <laughs> i got the paperwork for that back at the house <laughs> being handcuffed this is so awful they're fighting they're fighting the giant gargoyle and they're like Rio, like where's your where's your thing man he's like i don't know i ca <laughs> called him like an hour ago Jose was supposed to be here with a megazord he was supposed like to be here <laughs> now we don't have a zord man this is why we don't let you borrow them stolen by the cartel now they uh, have the megazord <laughs> remember kids selfish unicorn always says Sticks and stones will break my bones, but my hooves will stump you, and my horn will hole you out. How dare you throw sticks and stones at me? I'm a freaking unicorn! The Random Bush Podcast. More fun than playing gin rummy with a mummy. Speaking of which, that's gin mummy. No! Yes, I'm afraid so. Curse! What? No, you're just overreacting. Well, let's see what you had. Uh, you see there? You were waiting on the four of diamonds. Look, I had it the whole time. You're cursed. Well, learn how to play the game, you stupid mummy. <laughs> this is fun. And that was another wonderful episode of Random Bush. Hey everyone, this is Sean Random. I hope you're having a good week, because we had a weird one. I recently experienced a very horrific event, which uh, kind of sucked. I'm not going to get into the details right now. I'm sure we'll discuss it in the coming episodes. Long story short, everybody's okay. We're missing some rather expensive equipment that we absolutely cannot afford to replace. The excessive violence was a little bit much, truth be told. Everybody walked away a-okay, and we're fine, and we're good, and we're going to keep moving forward. 
in the end, everything's okay. I just want to take a moment to personally thank Detective Perez and Officer Gomez of the Los Angeles Police Department. Those two men were there for me when I needed them. I was thrust into a very terrible situation, and those two guys came to my rescue. I can never possibly thank them enough, or their other associates who were there as well, who I unfortunately did not get their names on account of the fact that I was in the middle of an emergency. So, um, with that said, I just want to emphasize, these guys went above and beyond. They stayed in the situation long after they should have clocked out. Those two men came to my rescue, and they were super cool, and they kept me active, and they were funny, and they were interesting, and they were really down-to-earth, straightforward, honest, cool guys, and I cannot possibly thank them enough. You were my heroes. Thank you so very much. All right, with that said, please... Be good to each other. Huh. All right, have a good one, guys. We'll see you next week. We all work really hard to create this show. Please do us a favor and tell your friends to check out The Random Bush Show. I want to have a comic book that comes out where Jonas Salk is, like, the bad guy. Like, Jonas Salk is just, like, evil. And people are like, what do you have against Jonas Salk? And he's like, I have the cure for polio. I have the vaccine for all of you. But I could have given it to everybody if it wasn't for you Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs>